The Beijing Olympics, Winter Olympics are just around the corner. We've talked an awful lot about, obviously, the politics and the pandemic. But um, Adam Lascaris is here of the Daily Hive now to talk a little bit more about the competition. Uh, Adam, thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah, thanks for having me. I, I noticed you wrote an article about the hockey team. And I think a lot of people kind of, once the NHLers bailed out, people sort of stopped paying enough or stopped paying a lot of attention. But the roster's out. What does it look like? And who's on the team that we may recognize? Um, yeah, I mean, uh, like you said, obviously the NHL, uh, you know, made the decision about a month ago or so now that they wouldn't be heading to the uh, wouldn't be heading to the Winter Olympics, and and yeah, I, um, that, a lot of people definitely were disappointed, and it is a bit of a weird um, roster when when you look at things because it's kind of just a you know a collection of players that have been thrown together, um, you know, players who are who are under NHL contract aren't aren't uh, aren't going so. Uh, the biggest name, I guess, for a lot of people would be would be Eric Stahl. Um, you know, he's a, the guy who kind of bounced around the NHL for a number of years. I, I mean, I, I shouldn't say bounced around. You know, it was a was a very successful player, and he's at age thirty seven is uh, kind of one of those guys who's, who's being tabbed as as captaining the team. He uh, you know he won the gold medal back in back in Vancouver in twenty ten with with the roster. Um, so he's kind of the, you know the biggest name that that's coming along. And then I guess a couple of the other names that are exciting people are. Uh, Owen Power and Mason McTavish, uh, both you know young players who were who were at Canada at the, at the World Juniors, and then kind of uh, just just sprinkled in through the rest of the rest of the roster is just names of guys that you know had um, had their had their own NHL careers. Guys like you know Daniel Winnick and, and David DeHarnay, who are you know I guess I guess rounding out the team. I mean, I imagine everyone's in the same boat, so everyone's going to have a team that's going to be made up of people that you may or may not recognize. But it should be at least the competition looks like it's going to be pretty, pretty equitable. Yeah, I mean, it's uh, I mean, it's, it's just always kind of an interesting thing, you know, having been used to watching the NHLers for you know my whole lifetime. Uh, you know, there was obviously a time when NHLers weren't weren't in the Olympic hockey tournaments, and that was just normalized. And then. Um, you know, once you got introduced to them, it was something that you expected every year. And it's, I guess, understandable why the NHL pulled out this time with, uh, you know, with the COVID um, situation being the way that it is. But uh, yeah, I, I think it'll be, it'll be an interesting tournament. I know uh, one thing I, I think that might be a positive uh, for, for the way that this situation has, has shaped out is it, it might shine a bit more of a light on, on the women's hockey tournament, which is always, you know, a, uh, a big, a big one for for Canadians and, and the Americans, especially. And I think it'll be, uh, you know, that'll be another tournament that people can can follow along with and, and feel really passionate about. Yeah, because a lot of, I mean, those teams again. Tell me a bit about the women's team. I, I actually didn't follow what had happened to. Are a lot of the players going that we recognize from the past? Yeah, so the the women's team will be, uh, you know, a pretty pretty solid roster. I mean, them and the Americans are kind of, you know, gunning for the, the one and two spots, but there, there has been, we've seen uh, unpredictability in the women's tournament. So uh, yeah, no, they've got a, they've got a number of big names. They're, they're, um, you know, led by Marie Philippe Poulin, who's had her own uh, gold medal heroics in the past for, for Canada scoring, uh, scoring overtime winners before and uh, bringing in names like Natalie Spooner and, uh, and Sarah Nurse along as well. So there, there are a number of, you know names on on a team that people will recognize so um for for them it's you know one of the big opportunities that only comes every four years uh to really showcase their game and uh i'm really looking forward to it 
Excellent. I mean, we, we have a couple more minutes left. Who else are you looking out for? Who should we be looking out for? at these? Yeah, I mean, uh, the one thing I'd always say is I, I always encourage people to, to watch curling if they haven't done before. I know that's my personal favorite Olympic event. So Canada is kind of going with a, a bit of a throwback uh, in the sense that they're, they're, they've got uh, three teams full of players that have, have already, you know, had an Olympic experience and then won gold medals. So the the men's side is, is skipped by uh, Brad Gushu, who won in 2000, uh, 2006. And then the women's side is uh, skipped by uh, Jennifer Jones, who won um, Olympic gold in, in 2014. And then the uh, mixed doubles curling is they've got uh, John Morris, who, who won uh, gold back in 2018. Um, and then uh, joined alongside with, with Rachel Homan, who, who was there in 2018 as the women's skip, but uh, you know, wasn't able to, to hit the podium. So I think curling for me is, is one that I always, I always love to plug and always think is important. But uh, yeah, there, there are actually nine gold medalists uh, returning from, from 2018 across various disciplines. So I think that's just, uh, you know, that's something that's really important for, you know, Canadians to, to look out for. So uh, like I said, they got uh, John Morris and, and uh, Caitlin Laws alongside, uh, alongside him competing on the women's side. They've got, uh, figure skater Eric Radford, who won um, in the team event. We've got speed skater uh, Ted Yon Bowman, uh, Bob Sledder, Justin Cripps, uh, and then we've got uh, uh, three free, three freestyle skiers in Cassie Sharp, uh, Michael Kingsbury, and Brady Lehman, as well as uh, uh, Sebastian Touton, as the snowboarder, as the Canada's returning gold medalist. Sounds like it's going to be a fascinating game once it gets underway with Canada and some hopefuls. Women's hockey, of course, that always, always great. And then I love curling, so I'm looking forward to that as well. Adam Lascaris, thanks so much for uh, filling us in. The Olympics are coming up, and uh, great to have your insight on uh, what to look for. Yeah, no, thanks so much for having me. And the uh, women's uh, hockey and uh, curling starts on February 2nd, so it's a couple days before the opening ceremony. Oh, wow. So uh, make sure you keep an eye out. It's just, uh, just over a week away. Good advice. Adam Lascaris of The Daily Hive.